want to tell you a story this morning, a story about Jesus out of Luke chapter 7. It says that soon afterward, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain, and a large crowd followed him, and a funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was, the, was a widow's only son, and a large crowd from the village was with her. And when Jesus, when the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin and he touched it. And the coffin, the, the, the pallbearer stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. And then the dead boy sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. What an amazing story about Jesus. I mean, there's this crowd of people following Jesus, just looking forward to seeing what is Jesus going to do next? I mean, there were signs and wonders. There were miracles and things like that. And, and sure, that was a huge draw. But do we miss the part that leads up to that sometimes? It says that when the Lord saw the widow, his heart overflowed with compassion. Because Jesus was known for his compassion. Jesus was known to not just, you know, see a problem and be like, yeah, whatever, I can fix that. No, Jesus was moved with compassion. And he was known for that. I mean, if you think about all the different stories in the Gospels, the New Testament, like um, he saw the multitudes. He saw tons of people on the hillside and he was moved with compassion. And so he began to teach them the things of, things of God's word. Or he saw the multitudes and he was moved with compassion and so he fed the 5,000. He healed the blind man of lepros he healed the blind man and he healed the leprous man. How many different stories start out with Jesus felt compassion and so he was moved to action. And Jesus most of the stories Jesus is filled with compassion not for the religious elite. Not for the Pharisees, not for the fancy people, not for the people who were doing the right things, the religious ones. He was filled with compassion for the hurting, the broken, the poor, the neglected, the despised, the depressed, the ones who just didn't feel normal. And if we're honest, that's, that's each one of us, right? There's a lot of ways I sure don't feel normal. Jesus had compassion on people like us, unlike you and me. And he had compassion for the lost. You see, in the midst of our sin, even though God is a just God and he cannot even look upon our sin, God's mercy, God's love chose to send his son for us. That he sent his only son, Jesus. He died on the cross because God saw our sin and he was moved with compassion. And so he was moved to action to justify his own justice through his mercy. And he sent Jesus for us. Now, last week we made the comment that a lot of times in our culture, Christians today really, do we really stand out? Can, can people look at God's church and go, you know what, those, those people are different. They don't, they don't look like our culture. They don't act like our culture. And so this morning, the question that I have for us today is, if 
we want to be Jesus in every corner of our world, if we want to live, love, and go like Jesus, we need to be marked with compassion just like Jesus. This holiday, as we move into Thanksgiving and Christmas, we are under a lot of different stress. And sometimes that stress is good. Maybe it's a celebration. Maybe it's that high, that mountaintop high in our lives that we're just having a great season. Other times it's the bottom of the valley. Then maybe it's a financial situation that we don't know how Christmas or Thanksgiving is going to go. It might be as simple as we can't find a turkey in the grocery store. To if there was one, I don't even know that we could pay for it. I don't know if my kids will have Christmas this year. Or maybe it's relational that, that uh, somebody passed away during this season once upon a time or maybe recently. Or maybe it's somebody that, that just can't be with us. Or they're stuck in, uh, across the nation or in, a, in another part of the world. I remember one Thanksgiving, our oldest son, he was, um, he was in basic training with the Army. The iPad on FaceTime sat at his place in the table on Thanksgiving Day. Sometimes we modify. Sometimes we have to adjust. Or maybe it's a relationship that won't come. That there's frustration and animosity and anger. And we just don't talk to each other. We just don't want to be around each other. And so those relationships don't come. Or maybe it's a source of joy or a source of brokenness in a crisis, a crisis of health, a crisis of our job. Or maybe it's just as simple as I work retail and I really don't want to go through another Black Friday. (laughs) Or I'm in education going, (laughs) Thanksgiving break. Whatever it is this holiday season, Are we a people that will be marked with compassion for one another? That these are the things that Jesus saw in in lives just like ours. And he didn't just feel compassion, but he was motivated to action. And so imagine a church. Imagine New Hope. Imagine us. If we were a church that were marked with compassion and moved to action. Actions like praying for one another, supporting one another, giving, serving. All of these things that we've been talking about in our discipleship pathway are things that we can be motivated toward one another out of compassion. So imagine a church in our culture today that was marked with the compassion of Jesus. And we were moved to action, to serve one another, to love one another. So as we head into the holidays, let's just take a moment to pray. As we consider the journeys around us, the friends, the family, the neighbors, let's pray and ask God to move us with compassion.